It is Monday on Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here, Patrick Royce with me as usual. Patrick was in Washington all weekend and maybe didn't see everything in Twin Cities sports, but it sounds like he saw more than enough of the Timberwolves. He's got some thoughts on the wild, as do I. We got to talk a little twins as well, because they suddenly, Patrick, are uh are about as good as any team in baseball. So we'll get to them in a little bit. But I think first, Patrick, we got to draw a little tie a little bow around that Wolves season, which ended with not one, not two, but three playoff losses in which they had, you know, double digit leads in the fourth quarter and couldn't win any of those three. As you, you know, we can talk a little bit less about the games themselves and kind of more about the path forward, but you know, I've talked about it plenty. What, what did you see overall in this series? I like their guards, frankly. I, uh, I don't think Russell is, uh, you know, if you can get out from under Russell, you, you know, looking back at it, I would have, uh, you know, I'd have to say I'd take Andrew Wiggins and a draft and a point guard, uh, what seventh overall or whatever it was uh, over uh, over what this Russell has brought. He's a, uh, you know, he's, he got him. He, he won the play in game for him. I'll say that for him, but uh, his erratic, uh, horrible play is, uh, I mean, when, when they have to put Jordan McLaughlin, who's a, basically a kid off the streets uh, player, you know, of, of, you know, it's not a bad player, but he's certainly uh, not, didn't come into the league with much of a reputation over him. Uh, it's, uh, you know, their, their guards, uh, you know, Beverly's a great defender, but uh, he doesn't, I, I don't like him 38 minutes a game. So uh, I, think yeah. they need, I think they need guards bad. Uh, and, uh, you know, we always have thought of, we've talked about the need for bigger, you know, more rebounding, bigger, stronger guy inside to help out cat. And, you know, Mike, the whole story was uh, going in. Uh, we got to keep them off the offensive board, and uh, and they didn't. Uh, what uh, seventeen and eighteen offensive rebounds the last the, the two losses uh, the, the the down the last two losses, right? Wasn't it seventeen? Yeah, it was 18, eighteen, I know, in game five, and they had a bunch in game six. Seventeen sounds right. 17 yeah, was seventeen again, and uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't see this as some season of triumph just because they made the playoffs and I want to, want to play in game. I, you know, it's, I'm, I'm, you know, we're surprised they won 46 games, but to look at this and say they're on their way now beyond Edwards being, you know, Edwards being as good as we thought he was going to be right. Isn't that how good he was this year? He was as good as we thought he was going to be. I think that's about right. He didn't take a huge, he didn't take a huge leap forward. He took a step forward. Yeah, yeah. And McDaniels has that great last game and everybody's saying, oh, he's the future. Look out now. Well, he stunk about half the time uh, in the in the series when he couldn't make a shot. And uh, uh, he did get out of the habit of committing all these fouls. He's he's a starter, but he certainly has to show you a lot more consistency than he did this year. He's I know he's 21, blah, blah, blah. But uh I don't know. I don't know where they are right now. Uh, the uh, I, I don't buy the whole young team thing because, you know, Russell age wise is not old, but he's played a, you know, 
hundreds of games in the NBA and cats played hundreds of games and thousand games in the NBA. Uh, I, I, I don't see cat ever being any better than he is this year. Do you, this is as good a year as he gonna, he's ever going to have. Plus, uh, don't we get into the contract situation here pretty quick? They're going to have to pay him the, the fortune or see if he wants to stay. Uh, that's, I mean, we, we, you're getting into that situation now, but to me, you got to move Russell. And if somebody will take that $30 million expiring contract, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get a new guard in here to run this operation. This is not a, this is, it was, you know, all these honor. We want to give Gerson Rosas for getting rid of Wiggins and doing a few other things. Uh, it's you know that trades a that trade is a push at best and probably worse than that when you consider they gave up a draft choice with it. I I don't know. They look around the league. You think the Lakers aren't going to be in the playoffs next year? You think uh, you know you're gonna you're gonna be back in the play? In my opinion, you're gonna be back in the play-ins again next year. I right now looking at it right now unless they unless they pull off something that I don't know is feasible here. Take a playcation to Mystic Lake for 24-7 gaming, fun restaurants and bars, and luxurious hotel rooms. And join Club M to bask in the rewards. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I, I had jotted down, obviously, what to do about D'Angelo Russell, because, you know, he, we, we've talked about it plenty that as he's gone this year, they've gone. Um, but that's, that's cut both ways. And to have to bench somebody to bench a max player in <laughs> an elimination game uh, at home when the score is tied. I mean, that tells you uh, just how ineffective he was in that game. And maybe gives you a hint of, you know, do you, do you really do that? If that's a player that's part of your long-term future, I don't know, but I, I I, I think you're right. I I don't. I, my opinion of D'Lo, kind of like with you, I think uh, your 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 opinion of D'Lo probably changed from from game to game almost this year. It's like when there was good D'Lo, you're like, okay, I see it. And then when it's bad, it's just so bad. So how do you how do you reconcile that? And you're right. He's a free agent after next season. Cat's got two years left on his contract, but usually you're right. That's the time when you kind of figure out what's the long term plan with somebody in this league. Um, and you're right. I, th- I think Beverly was good for them this year. He, they, they, they signed him to that one year extension. So they got him for next year as well, but you're right. I could do with maybe just a little bit less Patrick Beverly, maybe making, have him, you know, fade a little bit more to the background, but they also need some more, more experience, a little bit more experience, a little more playoff experience on their roster. Cause you saw, you know, you saw them just wilt in the fourth quarter of those games. Games three, five, and six. I looked it up, Patrick. They got outscored one fourteen to fifty-eight in the fourth <laughs> quarters of those three games. And you saw, you know, you saw game one Sunday. Memphis almost did it to Golden State. Golden State had a ten-point lead in that game, and Memphis came all the way back. But Golden State had just enough of those players who've been there before to fend that off to defend John Morant down the stretch, win by one. That's what the Wolves don't really have. They don't have those guys yet that have the experience to make that one play. So if you can get out from underneath D'Lo, that'd be great. Otherwise, you 
I think the biggest thing is you just you can't extend him. You, there, you, there, under no circumstances can you extend that contract, right? We also have this asinine idea that I and I look at our comments once in a while, and we still in. Well, what would Cat think if they got rid of his buddy D'Lo? That don't that ship has sailed. That's uh, there's a lot of rumors that the it sailed during the season too. That he's that D'Lo has managed to uh, frustrate uh, his old buddy, but this personal relationship that they have is a bunch of nonsense. That gets it becomes a little oh yeah he's a buddy of mine blah 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 and then that becomes boy it's you know this guy making 30 million dollars is going to be upset if uh if uh he loses his uh buddy to a better player listen they uh you know relationships like that are are bonded when they meet in las vegas for a weekend that's when those bond they don't give a damn whether they're each on this team or not it's all bunch of nonsense and uh yeah i well i i don't know you can't you can't bring back this same kids and you know the other thing is we we just edwards gets just nothing but praise but he disappeared too in uh those fourth quarters he he you know he didn't he he didn't handle it now he's you know your point that being there this next time he should be better then because he should have a, a better experience with it. He shouldn't get, uh, he shouldn't get rattled uh, like he did this time, but he was nothing to write home about in the fourth quarters when they faded either. So, you know, he's got, he's got some improvement to do to say the least. And it's this idea that he's going to be one of the five best players in the league. I don't see it. Maybe one of the 12 best, maybe 15 best, but I don't see him going to be a, MVP candidate or anything like that. I don't see him getting to that point. No, I, I think he's going to be, I think he's got still room under that ceiling, but I don't think they're going to fulfill their potential until he's better until he can be a fourth quarter, primarily primary ball handler too, where he's, you know, yeah. not just shooting, but distributing, you know, just attacking and it has that part of his game and they trust him to have part of that game to make those decisions and things like that, at least until, someone else um, can, can make those decisions. You know, one other thing we can't discount too, is that, you know, they didn't have perfect health this year, but their health was pretty good this year. Yeah. You know, they, they, most of their key guys played most of the games and they were by and large available for all the playoff games. That doesn't happen every year. So I, I, I think that's the thing to watch next year. Like, are they really on this growth path where they can win 50 plus games next year? Or is next year going to be a little bit of a, of a step back because a lot of things kind of fell into place this year. Yeah. And I, it's, you know, it's, I'm curious, uh, one thing that's going on here in the twin cities, it's, it's kind of funny. And I guess maybe because social media in Minnesota is because you, you become more aware of these people, but there's, there's this whole element out there of, of runaway positive uh, vibes, you know, we got sure. the, we got the, uh, this team is, Oh, they're on the rise. And, uh, you know, well, they choked up a series in almost historical fashion. That's the bottom line. They got better. They eased into the playoffs, but they gagged like a few other teams have in NBA history. But so people have a right to be, 
upset and but there's this whole fan base that i'm hearing from that hey just they're they're you know how good they're gonna be and this is a young the, the young team vibe and then all that nonsense and then we got the same you know it's, it kind of reminds me of the kirk cousins element that surfaced here that suddenly he's taking us to the super bowl with a certain part of the crowd and we're getting too positive with our sports here Let's go back to bashing them when they deserve it. Okay, come on. We need, you know, sports fans need that good skeptical vibe. You know, That's, we need more skepticism. Okay, come on. Let's let's stop being so positive around here. Stop being so positive. If there's stop one being- man, there's one man to lead that charge. It's you, Patrick. The skepticism <laughs> charge. <laughs> We need skepticism. Come on. This is, I'm skeptical, especially these guys. You know, it was, who knows? Next year, training camp is Anthony Edwards going to charge in here and tell his teammates they're all a bunch of losers and he wants to be traded somewhere and challenge them to a game and want a new contract. I mean, uh, you know, they had a team that won more games than this four years ago. And the next year, the next year, chaos ensued. It's the NBA. We don't know. Chaos could be right around the corner in the NBA, right? That that is true. We could could be hearing the cat wants out rumors within two months, you know, so. This, this does, this feels more sustainable than. Yes, it does. How much more sustainable did it feel? before butler went nuts that's true i mean you're right they you 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 felt like they had some kind of core there when when butler was there but but then then all of a sudden that all blew up i I don't i don't think next year is going to be pure chaos i feel like when you've doubled your win total and you feel like you've got something going i'm just i'm just concerned about them taking a step back on the court where it's like a lot of things went well this year but i guess i can still see them ascending to a certain degree next year too just I think Edwards and McDaniels are the key to that. If they really are going to keep getting, you know, if they're going to take another leap next year, especially McDaniels um, you know, with, with the potential, he's got to be, a, he was no better this year than he was a year before. He's got to get way better. He's got to get way more consistent. He played okay defensively, but he didn't make shots. You know, he didn't very rarely did he make shots. When no, he, we're comparing he, him to Kawhi Leonard. Now he's going to go work with Kawhi Leonard in the off season. What's that mean? He's not going to play. He's going to steal his money. The entire- <laughs> I hope not. I hope that's not what it means. National the last four years, he's played one. He won the title. The others, it's all uh, send me my check. I'll see you in a, uh, six months. I, I don't want him to be my role model. You know, there's a these the these what if you look at the NBA, he's one of the bad things you see in it because the guy right just, now, yeah. He never even okay. He had ligament surgery. Get your by six months later, you should be on a court, but he wasn't. So, and that year in San Antonio, he just refused to play because he was proud. Right. So uh, yeah, it's true. It's not a great. I uh, it's I not the guy. I don't. I don't mind a great player, but uh, you know, certainly not reliable. Um, they hadn't given away some of those games we might be talking about both the wolves and the wild overlapping but instead we've kind of just transitioned smoothly from wolves playoff season into wild playoff season that starts tonight 
Wild and Blues game one at XL Energy Center. Um, quirk of scheduling, these two teams did not play at XL Energy Center this season uh, because they had the two games in St. Louis and the Winter Classic was the only wild oh, home game in the series this year. That. I didn't realize that. So Wild is a slight, so I- slight, somewhat slight betting favorite, which is interesting not to me, given fighting. how St. Louis played them this year. Not slight, three to two, 150 bucks to make a hundred. Well, that's I was 140, so it's up to 150. Okay. All right. Well I, well, I think it depends upon where you look. I saw one that was 147 and then one that was 150. But, uh, okay. uh, you know, they're, they're three to two favorite. That's, that's more than slight. Now, maybe not for an NHL series, but it is. Uh, I was a little surprised. I thought it'd be about 120 that the, uh, the Wolves were, that the Wild was favored by. But they, they finished so strong that, I mean, St. Louis did too until the last week of the season. Uh, but uh, the, the wildest, I mean, they've had these incredible runs uh, this year. With, what's it, What was the stat that three different 10 game point streaks? I think that's right. Yeah. Three different streaks of at least uh, 10 games where they got a point. This is, this is the best wild team by a, large margin that we've had here in 21 seasons is it because yes. seasons wasn't played and i'm thinking probably uh the best nhl team we've had uh it's it compares with the best nhl team that we had probably was 82 uh, 81 82 and then they got beat in the first round by the blackhawks after they'd been to the the Stanley cup final the year before, but at least uh, the best team they've had, we've had Minnesota, at least the second best team we've had in Minnesota in 26 seasons, uh, 47 seasons of the NHL. So, I mean, this team just said the, 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 the wild has never had a team anywhere near as good as this club. So uh, the, once again, previous playoff failure failures probably should not be uh, assigned to this club because uh, they are good and they are explosive and they are relentless when they're behind in the third quarter and third period. So uh, now what's going to be interesting is when you get to overtime, which there will be, there'll be, if this thing goes six, two of them will go to overtime. At sure. least, Cause it's hockey. You could play all night. You don't get to have Kaprizov go out there three on three and score a goal in about five, three, two minutes. So, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, the game's probably series probably be decided in, with some overtime thing, but I, I, I like the wild to win, but St. Louis is tonight is enormous. Don't you think? It's oh yeah. Enormous. If, if, if they win, if they win, it's uh, they they might they got a chance to get rid of them in five. I think if they get beat, then you're in for a long haul. Then you're in for, you know, you're back there in two weeks playing game seven. I think if they if they get beat tonight, so it's uh, it's it's huge tonight. And the the flower, we love having the flower, but he hasn't been that good lately, right? The other guys outplayed him, Talbot. When we, they still don't tell us who the goalie is, but don't you think Talbot's been better than him lately? I think he has, although they both are pretty good. I mean, I think Fleur, I think the flower is like nine and two overall since he got traded here. Yeah. He had that You're clunker. Talking- he, had, he had that they clunker were- against Arizona, and he had one game before that I think where he gave up some 
some goals. But yeah, I think Talbot's been better down the stretch. I, I think we're probably going to see both goalies at some point yep. in this series just because one of them's going to have a rough start and they've got two options that are both pretty good. But yeah, I mean, the the goalie decision is interesting. It's, you know, I don't yeah. think you can go. I don't think you can go. It's one of those where you can't really go wrong with it because I feel like both yeah. of them are capable. And, you know, Flurry obviously has the, the playoff experience and the playoff resume. I mean, my goodness, this guy's a future Hall of Famer who's won three Stanley Cups. But I don't know who I'd pick, honestly. I don't know who I'd pick. I think he'll start. Flurry will start tonight, don't you? I think they'll just do that. You know, that's why they brought him in here to play uh, play games like this. But it's going to be 0-3 all over again, Mike. Uh, He's at the morning skate. They're going to be trying not to give you a hint as who the quarter, who the goalie's going to be. Right? It's going oh, yeah, to be between like, uh, Fernandez Jacques, and Rollison back then. Yeah, Jacques wouldn't tell us that. Jacques didn't tell you until twenty minutes before the game, like it was some big dark secret. And uh, I, I think you're going to see the same stuff uh, this time. That they're not going to, uh, they won't. You won't know who the goalie is until uh, you know you get to the arena and. Uh, becomes a they put the lineup out or something i i don't know maybe they won't be as paranoid about it but jack wouldn't you know the flurry at versus talbot is a tougher to you know is a is a probably a, a more dramatic decision than roly or for the nephew right so yes who they, they ended up going with mostly Manny played most of the time, didn't he? The first like Man, series. Manny played a lot of the first series, and they switched to Rollison somewhere in there after Manny had a bad game. Yeah. yeah. And then I think it was Rollison pretty much the rest of the way. Mm. I think, but yeah. Well, it, it'll be uh, it'll be hopping, man. Their crowds the last month have been amazing. They've all been nineteen thousand. It's uh, you know people are ready to go. That's for sure, and. Uh, uh, Tom Reed and the folks, the bar owners on uh, West 7th with these 8.30 kickoffs, they got to be just happier now, don't they? Oh, yeah. You got like two. Good, yeah. right? good for newspapering, but it's uh, it's great for the bars. You'll have a, a hard, you'll have a well-served, crazy crowd there uh, that you, you know, you know, it's not like their usual families from Woodbury crowd tonight. It's, it isn't no. going to be a hard drinking serious crowd that wants to kill somebody and every call against the uh, home team is going to be greeted with raucous disagreements even if somebody hits somebody over there with a stick we'll think we got uh, robbed on it so uh, yeah it'll be uh, it'll consume us here for uh, could be a long spring of, of, of hockey which we haven't had around we've only had one of those since this team came to town yeah that's what you know, this team has been extremely again it's been a team plagued by way too much positive uh thoughts they've been they've been treated way too kindly this franchise they deserve a lot more skepticism than they've had but i gotta say i'm not skeptical right now i think they're really good uh the 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 wolves uh you know, I was highly skeptical going into the series once I once I saw how Russell planned to play. So uh, it's uh, but this I'm not skeptical about these guys, but they've got a very tough opponent. So that'll be interesting. Well, you know, St. Louis, you don't realize you think of them as kind of a more of a rugged outfit, but they're not. They're high scoring, too. So yeah, they, should have, 
They have some four or three hockey games in the playoffs. Just think of that instead of two to one. Yeah, these should be fun games. These will be games, too, where even if you get, you know, someone's up three to one, the games aren't over. You used to think playoff hockey, that was the case. But especially, you know, when both teams can score. And you think about the Wild and how much they've been able to come back this year. These games will not be over uh, until they're over. It's a good point you made, too. I just hadn't really thought about the Wild in the context of their history. But this is this is the best team in Wild history, as far as I can remember. You had the run with the team, you know, <clears throat> 19 years ago, but that team didn't, well, that team wasn't much good that anyway. Team, that was a miracle of Jacques coaching that team. It was. Yeah. I Until mean, they ran into, you, look at, you look at that roster. Huh? How does that? Right. <clears throat> Until they ran into Jaguar, who gave up, I think, one goal that whole series. The Michelin man, he was tough. Uh, there was, of course, the fact that they, he had blow up pads where, where it, it, you look at it now and uh, the, the amount of net they were shooting at back then was like, I got little teacups here and there. So yeah, that team, that, that had a team, did they win it? They won it, right? They won it. Did they win it? Uh, I feel like they lost in seven, but I'm, I'm, I, okay. could be, I could be wrong about they that. Won, they won one in one of those years i just can't remember when yeah so. new jersey won that one that was uh mm-hmm. it's weird looking at the nhl standing zone and seeing florida with more points than any of this one of the most unappreciated t franchises in history where they were gonna, everybody thought they're gonna have to move and now they have 119 points or something they yeah fantastic year they ended up with more than carolina so uh the, the two powers of the east carolina and uh and uh you know florida which is you know miami area is uh is pretty amazing to look at and meanwhile montreal down there at the bottom of the standings are right. weird we'll see if felino what's his health is for this series he was skating he's play he was skating in practice on uh yeah. On Sunday, after taking that cheap hit in the um, Colorado game, and he's about as tough as they get, so I imagine he'll be out there. Yeah, yeah, he'll play. He'll play, but might have to might have to get a little medicine out of a needle in the knee or something. But he'll, is it the knee that's his problem? Yep, yep no. it was the knee. Well, let's finish up, Patrick, talking a little twins. We're going to avoid NFL draft coverage. We've done plenty of that on Thursday or Friday show. I did a bonus show over the weekend. We got an Access Vikings that's out right now, so lots of draft talk unless you've got a draft thought patrick i don't think you do not really i uh you know we're just uh you know if spielman had done the same thing as this guy did they we'd be screaming but uh things were bad at first but then everybody calmed down and now we all think he's a genius again so uh i he will have to read for me though uh quasi adolfo spielman will be his name uh here for uh the next <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll, oh we'll boy! I love run it. That, we'll run that joke into the ground, but uh, anyway, uh, beat beat that joke up uh, for a while. So that's uh, my only thought. Is uh, uh, it's funny? It's all over the map. I saw that some some people were saying that the Packers had this great draft. Others were saying they had a. It, it, it's an odd draft because it, uh, there were so few great players in it. I think, don't you? It yeah, was just, I think so too. Yeah, the quarterbacks and oh man, Malik Willis could go in the top ten. He goes in the third round for goodness yeah. sakes. Late thoughts. third round at that. Yeah, it was like 89th overall, I think. Yeah. My only thoughts are that uh, you know, that it was a 
talent-wise, it was a poor draft, and supposedly, at least as far as big names were concerned. So, I don't know. That's, you uh, uh, you said something just now that sparked a transition for me here. You said something about Quaysa. You know, all of a sudden, the people calm down and think he's not. Uh, think he's a genius again. Rocco, much maligned. Rocco Lodelli, <laughs> much maligned last season. Much maligned uh, during their four and eight start by some of us. Twins have now won nine out of ten. You know, and a lot of those were, you know, AL Central, which I don't think is going to be a very good division at all. Then they get smoked in that first game of the Tampa Bay series. You're like, okay, here we go again. But then they come back and have two routes of the Rays, who you know were, were pretty good coming into this series. I think they were four or five games over five hundred, three games over five hundred something. They're, they're a pretty good team. Um, you know, they do it. The, the offense has gotten going. They got, you know, they keep getting good pitching performances from Joe Ryan. They got one from Josh Winder on like, Sunday. Yeah, I've been talking him up for uh, since spring training. Winder, I'm a big fan of his, so I'm kind of glad to see him get his chance. Yeah, I mean, this is, this, I don't know. I don't know what to make when you're 13 and nine. It's, you know, you, you got yeah. forever to go, but, you know, for, I just, I, did not see a nine out of 10 streak coming after that four and eight start. I just didn't think they were, didn't think they were very good and maybe they're better than I thought. Well, here, uh, I think the best thing that's happened uh, and throw out the pitching is the last what week Kepler coming out of yep. his coma is yep. and his coma has lasted since 2019. So you're, you know, the, the mini season, the full season and then the start this year was abysmal and all of a sudden yeah he hits a home run to left center i almost fell off the couch and uh and he's he's you know had some competitive at bats uh even against lefties uh so that would make a difference and you know my son you know my son uh chris mr mm -hmm. base he pointed this out to me the other day and i hadn't really thought about it that you might not want to get rid of Kepler because if they take the shift away, he'll have 25 more hits a year because he's, you know, nobody bounces out to places that used to be base hits more than he does because uh, he pulls everything. But him coming back has, has been uh, and becoming a threat in the lineup has made a difference. And all the people who were uh, the, the commenters that we get at the Star Tribune who said, get rid of that career and bring up Royce Lewis because he had a few hits in St. Paul. Uh, you know, there's a little track record here for this guy. I didn't think he was going to, I'm not sure that Miguel Sano's ever going to get over 150, right? With his batting average. I was pretty dang sure that Correa was not going to hit 150 with his, no. uh, his track record. And he's a great player. And they, uh, you know, you get to see that in the field, and now you're getting to see it at the plate. He's had a lot to do with these uh, hitting explosions that they've had. Uh, Ursula has had a little snag here for a couple of days, but I like him as a player, too. Uh, the lineup, and here's, the I guess, the real shock. Buxton got hit in the hand, and he's not going to miss a month and a half. He came back after two days. So uh, I thought for sure when he got, because last year he got, and he got hit in the hand and missed a month. Yeah. So got to get his hands out of there when he's, uh, you know, he's got to, got to, got to stop doing that. But, uh, you know, you get him back and, uh, the, the, you know, the, obviously the starting pitching has been the, the story though. I mean, this Joe Ryan looks, it's, it's pretty a phenomenal. Uh, I think we might've talked about it, What's going to be really interesting with him is 
if he gets hammered a couple of games in a row, you know, because it's going to happen right. to everybody. Does he change anything? I hope he doesn't because going after hitters, he's got, there's something about his fastball. They don't like, uh, the, you know, and, uh, it's, it's this, this efficient throw it over good stuff, turn around and, you know, have somebody make a play behind you. This guy has been just phenomenal. And in every, virtually every game we've seen from him because yeah. he made five starts last year, and if he if he can keep that composure when things go bad, and uh, I, I guess the one thing, and I, I to some degree uh, make that same when you're coming off a bad season, you get up to a bad start. Yeah, you had a you have a chance to get real skeptical, right? But yes. uh, but uh, in baseball, baseball cannot be compared to any other sport. You know what? No. You know there's going to be six game losing streaks and if you're good there's going to be six game winning streaks and the, the, it was surprising to me how long it had been since they won seven in a row but you know it's nice that it's nice to see that yes there is some potential here now i don't think pagan's your closer because he gives up too many home runs uh, and he doesn't go after hitters like he supposedly had in his day so the bullpen is still a big question and Dylan Bundy is not going to be fantastic. He's going to be, uh, you know, we, we, we don't have to put him in there with Bly Levin as the greatest pitchers and right. No, he's, pitch. a, he's a fifth starter. He's a fifth yes. starter, but uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the, you know, with, with the starting pitching they've had so far and now that they're starting to hit, there's some potential here. What's going to be really interesting, Mike, is uh, is Miguel Sano going to become an extra player when he comes back? You got you can put Arise at first base, and he's okay over there. He's got to be in a lineup every day, and uh, you know I I think he might come back as a platoon player. Sano. Um, Kirilov's going to come back at some point too, right? Because he's he's been taking some swings in St. Paul, right? I think they'd move him. If they could move him, right? Oh but, yeah, uh, for sure. It's uh, I, I Rocco is very happy though because uh, they uh, they waived the thirteen pitcher limit for the first what three weeks of May now, uh, so you can you can have fourteen pitchers and twelve position players, which I think right now they're thirteen and thirteen, but they uh, they will uh, change that, I, I'm sure. Uh, uh, and carry 14 pitchers here and have a three-player bench. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's nice that uh, they started hitting the ball because, I mean, every, every seemed like every hitting team was behind the, uh, behind the eight ball there. Look at the Yankees. They were awful. for They got shut out by Baltimore and Detroit, and now they won nine in a row, ten in a row, something like that. Ten yeah, out of all. Yankees and the Mets are on fire. It's a New York. Uh, New York's got some good baseball right now. Yeah. Well, that's uh, anyway. Yeah. It's been a nice little run here by the twins and maybe when they get home, eventually it'll be 60 degrees someday before we die. Wouldn't that be something? For two days as it was 73 degrees and sunny. It was like, felt like, Midsummer heat wave. 
what the hell is wrong with us? Let's get some weather here. It's Come getting better. It's getting better. I saw after today, we've got a bunch of days coming up that are like mid sixties. And then early 60. next week, we got some seventies and uh, the 60 and not raining, right? Yes. Raining. Yes. Oh, by like, yeah, by the, by like the middle of this week, it's going to get, it's going to actually feel like spring, I think, but it's been, okay. it's been like the worst April I, I can remember. I think what they say oh, was like the, I think it was I only like the 16th coldest April on record in Minnesota. It felt like the worst my, I've had. I haven't even had my pool guy harassing me to open the pool. Usually it's all, usually I'm saying no, two more weeks. I don't want to start paying you. Now they haven't even started them yet. So, uh, but let me, let me say this about my, 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 disappointment with minnesota sports fans okay not being more pessimistic you yes. know not being more skeptical how can you go through an april like this this in this godforsaken frozen hellhole that we live in and still be optimistic i don't get it you should all be grumpy everybody should be saying quasi's a moron and this basketball team's a bunch of chokers and uh this is a, you know baseball you can say ah maybe they got a chance and you know it's hard to be skeptical about the wild but you should have more skepticism you just lived through the worst april in the history of man why aren't you grumpier that's what i want to know <laughs> you took it all you stole all the grumpiness for yourself no just kidding well We'll see how the wild does tonight. Um, should be a good series. It's just, you know, it's just kind of like I've told you, it's the third time ever that the wild wolves are in the playoffs in the same season. So we're, we're, it's, it's at least but they've a, never, but they've never been. This is only the second because the wild, because because of the quirk of the schedule, the wolf, they aren't really in the playoffs. At the same no, time that's true. The same the season, at least. Yes. yes the wolves are done. Yes. <laughs> that's true. They will be, if this series turns into a, you know, the, it'll it, uh, months from now, people won't even remember the Wolves were in the playoffs because of yeah. uh, the, the attention the Wild will be getting. So, yeah, uh, it's a funny tweet to finish with. I saw from uh, Ryan Stenzel, used to be the uh, one of the PR guys from the Wild, says, I guarantee you the Wild will not blow three double digit leads. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is good. That, that is, is true. Good. That oh, is true. Boy, uh, that. Oh, let me say one last thing. That Warriors-Memphis game was great. Yes, it was. I watched a lot of the fourth quarter. It was great. It was great. Now, they've said that Morant missed a shot similar to the one he – that was not the same shot. No. Shot against us. He's had a wide-open layup, you know, to win the game because Ant was a moron on that play, but, uh, but that was a hell of a finish. That was great. And I give Memphis a lot of credit for playing them that hard nosed only two days after being done playing our boys. So that was, that was kind of unfair. Don't you think they made them play them that quick? Yeah. That was the, when I saw the schedule came out and it was like Sunday at two 30 was, <clears throat> was either going to be game seven against the wolves or it was going to be game one against the, the warriors. That was kind of how they set the schedule. Yeah. So I was like, well, I guess they're playing either way, but yeah, they played Friday night here and had to open at home Sunday afternoon. That's a pretty quick turnaround for sure. That was a, that was a hell of a basketball game though. So that was, I think the playoffs have been pretty good. Uh, I hear a lot of people say, ah, the, some of them have been foul fest, but uh, they've been they've been some pretty good games. So absolutely. Well, uh, even the Wolves games, uh, 
were pretty good uh, in the fourth quarters. If you like to watch the home team collapse into a mess of mush, but uh, they were they were good games. Any any playoff game that you don't know who's going to win with uh, two minutes to go, that's a good game, right? Yes, so. it is. Yes, it is. All right, Patrick. Good stuff. We'll talk again next week. All right. Right. Stop being so positive, Minnesota sports fans. That is the message for today. Goodbye.